0: Hello everyone, I'm so glad that you're back. I hope you've been enjoying the messages, that you've been learning some things about the Lord and about his word, and that you've been uh, benefiting from, from hearing the gospel. Well, I'm going to talk today about our choices. We have so many choices in life. What am I going to choose every day we wake up? What am I going to choose? What am I going to choose to eat for breakfast, for lunch, for dinner? What am I going to wear today? We choose what to set of thermostat on, what we want to order off the menu, uh, what kind of career we want, what school we want to go to, where do we want to live, just all kinds of choices. So I'm going to title this, Your Choice, My Choice. And you know, if you live in a country like the United States of America, uh, you can thankfully choose your own political views, your own politicians, your own religion, your own career, and your own news sources and that's not available in a lot of other countries um like in north korea they the government decides what what kind of job you're going to have and that's not good in other countries there's a state-run news media and a lot of people accuse different news media in the united states being state-run but they're not uh, all you have to do is live in a country like like north korea to know what state-run media is like so anyway um In the the United States, people who are pro-abortion say, my body, my choice. So choices, choices, choices. There's choices all over the place. Well, did you know that God set up this world so that we could have choices, to give us choices? But we do have to live with the consequences of the choices that we make. We have a free will. We can decide every day what to do, what to say, how to act, and how to treat people. And most importantly, Every day, we get to decide whether we're going to follow Jesus or not. And that's the most important choice that we can make. It's um, it's just a life-altering, life-changing, eternal choice that we make. Did you know that the first choice that a human made is recorded in the Bible, in the book of Genesis? It was in the Garden of Eden. So I'm going to read that to you that's in, in Genesis, the third chapter. Genesis, the third chapter, in verse three, it says, Now the serpent, which is the devil, was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said, that's Eve, the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit from the trees in the garden. But God did say, You must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die you will not surely die the serpent said to the woman for God knows that when you eat of it your eyes will be opened and you will be like God knowing good and evil so we all know what happened Eve took of that fruit so Eve had a choice uh, right then she could believe God she could trust God she could obey God Or she could believe the lies of the devil and said, come to her own desires for something good and really pretty and beautiful to eat. Just just look so good and tasty and the false promise of gaining more wisdom. So in verse six, we see when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took and ate it. She also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it. So we see here that Eve made a bad choice. Eve made a a bad choice, didn't she? And Adam chose to follow his wife rather than to obey God. So Adam made a bad choice, too. Right there in the Garden of Eden, when everything was perfect on the earth and everything was beautiful... And the consequences of Adam and Eve both making a poor choice uh, resulted in sin being introduced into the world and the curse being introduced into the world and death and destruction and judgment and all those things being entered in the world by the choices of Adam and Eve. Now we see another big instance of someone making a choice in the life of Noah in Genesis 6. Genesis 6 verse, uh, uh, Genesis 6 verse 9. It says, this is the account of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time. And he walked with God. So we see here that Noah made the choice to serve God and to obey God. And he stood out among the people of the, con- uh, of the nation because uh, of the whole world, because he was so righteous and he was so holy in his actions that he was unlike the rest of the people. Verse 10, Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Verse 11, now the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence. Sounds like, sounds like the United States right now. I know there were three mass shootings just yesterday, and then there was one the day before. We live in a very uh, difficult time Verse 12, God saw how corrupt the earth had become for all the people on the earth had corrupted their ways. So what he's saying is that all these people that were on the earth, except Noah and his family, had made a decision, had made a choice to corrupt their own ways. Verse 13, so God said to Noah, I'm going to put an end to all people for the earth is filled with violence because of them. I am surely going to destroy both them and the earth. So make yourselves an ark of cypress wood. And then it goes on to give the directions for building the ark, or the beginnings of them. And in verse 17, it says, I'm going, and the Lord is speaking, I'm going to bring floodwaters on the earth to destroy all life under the heavens. Every creature that has the breath of life in it, everything on the earth will perish. But I will establish my covenant with you, and you will enter the ark, you and your sons and your wife and your son's wives with you. You are to bring the ark uh, into the ark, two of all living creatures, male and female, to keep them alive with you. In verse 22, God did everything just as God, Noah did everything just as God commanded him. So Noah chose to obey God and it saved his family and all those animals from destruction. Uh, what if uh, Noah decided not to obey God and, and thought the whole scheme was uh, just a scheme and silly, or maybe, you know, just wasn't worth his trouble, or he didn't want to get made fun of. What if Noah would have chosen that path? But he didn't. He chose to obey God, listen to God, obey God, and it saved him and his family. And uh, that's, that's so important. We see God speaking through Moses to encourage people to choose what's right. In Deuteronomy 30, Deuteronomy 30, verse 15, it says, See, I have set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. For I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, and to keep his commands, decrees, and laws. Then you will live and increase and the Lord your God will bless you in the land you are entering to possess. But he's saying, but if you don't choose to do that, but if your heart turns away and you are not obedient and if you are drawn away to bow down to other gods and worship them, I declare to you this day that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not, you will not live long in the land you are crossing the Jordan to enter and possess. So God is giving them a choice. He's also telling them the consequence of their choices. Verse 19, this day I call heaven and earth as a witness against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you and that you may love the Lord your God, listen to his voice and hold fast to him for the Lord is your life. So God is telling us to choose life, to choose life, to obey the Lord, to listen to the Lord, to choose life. So we have a choice. Um, And, you know, uh, we can't live the way God wants us to live all by ourselves because we're uh, sometimes weak and sometimes we give into our flesh or into our emotions. So we need God's help to live right. We need God's help, uh, and he provides his Holy Spirit to help us. We can obtain help through prayer to the Lord. We can can, can obtain help through Bible teaching. Uh, We can obtain help through the fellowship of other believers who are also choosing to live for the Lord. So God has given us help to, to make the right choices. In Joshua 24, Joshua 24, verse 14 it says now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods of your fa- the gods your forefathers worship beyond the river river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. But if, you, uh, but if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods of your forefathers uh, serve beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in, in whose land you are living. So they're given a choice. They're given a choice. You either serve the Lord God Almighty or just choose some other God you want to worship. But but you're going to have to face the consequences of that. And then Joshua made a choice. He said, but for me and my house, household, as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. So I wonder if you've made that decision that you and your household are going to serve the Lord. I know uh, my husband and I have that we're serving the Lord. We're uh, going to do what he tells us to do, obey him. And to the best of our ability, through the help of the Holy Spirit, we're going to obey the Lord. Uh, now let's look at a couple of examples in the New Testament. Luke ten thirty eight. Luke ten thirty eight. it says, As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had been made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. And Jesus said, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things, but the only, only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better. And it will not be taken away from her. So these two women, Martha and Mary, they made choices. Mary made the choice to sit at Jesus' feet and listen to him. And you can can, uh, infer from this whole thing that Mary was calm, quiet, peaceful, uh, rested. And Martha chose not to listen to Jesus, to not put him first. And she was full of anxiety and distraction and stress. And she was angry. She was angry with Jesus that he didn't correct her sister. She was angry with her sister. So we have a choice. Um, we have a choice whether we're going to listen to Jesus or we're going to be full of anxiety and stress and worry and anger. So I encourage you to make the choice to follow Jesus. In Matthew 4, Matthew 4, verse 17 It says, from that time on, Jesus began to preach. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter, and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. So we see here that Simon called Peter. And his brother, Andrew, made a choice. They followed Jesus. And, I, and Jesus is telling you today, come and follow me. Jesus wants you to follow him. He will make you a fisher of men. What does that mean? It means that you'll tell other people about Jesus and the wonderful things that he's done for you and how he's forgiven your sins and given you a new life. So Peter and Andrew made a decision. They made a choice to follow Jesus. And Jesus said in Luke 9, Luke 9, 23, he said, uh, Jesus said to them, if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me for whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for me will save it. So we can make a choice to lay down our own life and uh, deny ourselves and follow Jesus it's called laying down or denying ourselves and taking up our cross daily and following him or we can save our own life our own personal life and do what we want to do fulfill our own desires and our own pleasures and then in the end we will lose our life that's that's what Jesus has to say so I want to ask you a question what is your choice have you chosen to follow Jesus have you chosen to follow his commands if you if you kind of uh are kind of drifting away from the Word of God and what the Word of God commands and your closeness with the Lord, I just encourage you to make a choice today to follow Him, to follow His commands, to repent of your sins, and ask Jesus again to be your Lord and Savior. If you've never done it, ask Him to be your Lord and Savior and get right with God and make a choice to listen to Him, to obey Him, to follow Him. I hope this has helped you. I hope it has encouraged you. If you've never... Put your faith and trust in Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I encourage you to do that today. He wants you to follow him. He wants you to be his uh, follower. God wants you to be his child. And the Holy Spirit is here to help you, to help you live right, and to uh, help give you direction and help through the word of God. So uh, we will see you next week. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.